In the times of the writing of the Hebrew Bible, there were major and minor prophets. We are also told in Scripture there were false prophets offering false prophecies. But remember for sure, God's Word is faithful and true. nervous when a Christian says, God told me. In ministry, while I've been out speaking more than once, a person has walked up to me and said, God told me. I test their words as to whether they come true and whether they agree with what Holy Writ teaches. So a few days back, when a well-known Christian leader announced God told him who would win the presidential election and then an asteroid would strike the earth, I hit the pause button. Will chaos result? Is it the end of the world, as this preacher foretold? Only God knows if the prophecy is false or true. Keep hanging on to this, his word revealed in his book. Welcome to Haven Today. Here it is Friday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're wrapping up a series called King of Kings. As the political discourse continues to get hotter and hotter, we're hearing more about evil. This side is pure evil. That side has no good in it at all. I'm sure I don't need to go on. Of course, a lot of that is just plain rhetoric and political posturing in an attempt to sway voters. But even then, Christians shouldn't simply accept such language. We know the truth. Every single human being is created in God's image, but every single human is fallen and has chosen to do evil in the sight of the Lord. And that's why the gospel is so necessary for our dark world. It's not this party or that party or this group or that group that's evil. If we're honest, we all need to point the finger to ourselves. But there is some good news in all of this. Jesus came to wipe away all our sins and to give us hearts that want to do good for the glory of God. And in just a moment, we're going to visit the Gospel of Mark. We'll see how Jesus has all authority over all evil, even Satan and his minions. It's a message you and I need to get deep in our hearts even today. And before we start, let me ask whether you have seen the new TV series called The Chosen, created by Dallas Jenkins as a way to help us better understand those who were called by Jesus to follow him. And the show is now an international success. It's been translated into 70 languages so far. I recently asked Dallas if he expected the show to be as popular as it turned out. The biggest surprise has been the the lack of age restrictions on who loves the show. We've heard from parents of five-year-olds whose kids want to watch it every day. Mm. Uh, we've heard from parents of special needs children or special needs adults even, some severe, who just love the show. And I didn't expect that, but it's it's proven to me that when it comes to Jesus, when it comes to the stories of the Gospels, uh, God will remove the scales from people's eyes and he will remove those barriers and those hurdles. And uh, hearing people say that, that they just feel like the scriptures are coming alive, uh, including teenagers and, and even young, young children, mm-hmm. that's probably been the biggest surprise for me. That's Dallas Jenkins, the creator of the TV show called The Chosen. After our time together, I want to give you an opportunity to get the entire eight-episode season of The Chosen on two DVDs, for your gift to support Haven today. With over six and a half hours of viewing content, you and those that you love will not only share this series, but will be pleasantly surprised 
to better understand how the people who Jesus called to himself were just like you and me. And your heart will soar with gratitude that Jesus called you as his own. Would you call us after the program at 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or if you've got just an extra minute or two, and most of us do, head over to our website and watch some samples that we put up from the TV show, The Chosen. And you can also make your gift there and order the DVD collection. Our website is haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Now let's get rolling. Here's our opening song with the news boys. All creatures of our God and King, lift up your voice and with us sing. Oh, praise Him. Hallelujah. Thou burning sun with golden
creatures of our God and King. The Newsboys opening Haven today in a program called King of Kings. Thank you so much for taking time out of your life to spend with me. I'm Charles Morris. I said it already, but I'll say it again. All humans have the ability to do evil as well as good. Now, the words of Jesus are helpful here. If you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who seek Him? Here's the point. We're all born into sin, we're born into evil, and yet by God's grace, we can overcome evil. As believers, we can't get caught up in the heat. We need to be salt and light. Our enemy is not flesh and blood, it's not other people, it's not political parties. There is real evil in the world, and sin is real. Just as Satan is real, demonic forces are real. And yet we have this good news. Christ is the Lord over all, including evil. Looking at all the ways Jesus exercises his authority over the world, it's been a refreshing time for me. I pray it is for you. We've been trying to take a step back and refocus on who is most important. The reality is that earthly kings and rulers come and go. Even the nation where you and I live won't last forever. But the kingdom of Jesus Christ has no end. He's the king over evil itself. There are three short stories that show us so clearly how Christ is king over evil. These stories show us his confrontation, his delegation, and his exaltation over what is bad. Jesus spent a lot of time in the synagogues when he walked on earth, teaching people from Scripture, helping them to find hope. But what happened when he was interrupted by a heckler? We hear the story in Mark chapter 1. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. What a story this is for me. I've stood just above that same synagogue and taught people on Holy Land tours in the past. So this Mark 1 passage and story has great meaning to me. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an impure spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. And the impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people obviously were amazed. They even asked each other, What is this, a new teaching and with authority? He even gives orders to impure spirits who obey him. Well, Jesus was trying to teach, but evil was in their midst. Not just the evil of sin. Of course, that was everywhere. It was the evil of an impure spirit. Demon possession is something we only see in horror films these days. But it can still happen. And it did happen on that day in the synagogue in Capernaum. There's two interesting things about this story that show us Jesus' authority to confront evil on our behalf. The first is that the demons recognize his authority. Did you hear that? 
Sometimes we think the most evil thing a person could do is to reject the Lord and his authority. But here in this story, we read about an impure spirit actually calling Jesus the Holy One of God. That impure spirit knew who he was, knew what he had come to do. Now that is good news because it means we can confront evil in the name of Christ and evil will know his name and who he is and what he came to do. And that brings me to something else in this short story. Jesus issued commands and evil had to listen. Remember, he said, be quiet. And the impure spirit stopped talking. Jesus said, come out of him. And the spirit had to listen. Now, you and I can take heart in this. The Lord is not helpless against evil. We are not helpless against evil. We have a strong and powerful king. He confronts it on our behalf. And it reminds me of something First John tells us. Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. That was his mission. And his entire life was spent confronting the darkness and casting it out. Our response should be just like those in the synagogue that same day when they were so amazed. And there's something more amazing. He delegated this authority to his disciples. Matthew 10.1 telling us, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Jesus drove out impure spirits. And this short verse tells us he gives his disciples that very same authority. When a U.S. or Canadian ambassador goes to another country with an agenda, he isn't there by his own authority. And what he says doesn't carry weight simply because he is there. His authority comes from his position. He represents his nation and its interests, which means his words carry the weight of that country. Well, the same is true for those of us who are citizens, first and foremost, in Christ's kingdom. He calls us, we're told in Scripture, as ambassadors, which means we represent him and his kingdom when we go out into the world every day. Ever thought about that recently? When you leave your home, you aren't going as yourself. You're going as an ambassador of your king. We don't live in the world like the world. We live in the world as aliens, strangers, and exiles. We're sent on a mission from our king to proclaim and share the coming of his kingdom. And listen to this. He's given us a promise that evil will not stand in our way. Christ told us in Matthew 16, I'll build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. Christ is king over evil, and he has established his church here on earth to be an outpost of his kingdom. With all authority, in Matthew 28, he said to us, go and make disciples everywhere, all nations. That's our mission, to take over this world with the power of the gospel, not to win elections or maintain political power or influence. We belong to a kingdom that will never fade nor falter. That's what life is meant to be under the banner of our king, a life of gospel ministry, confronting darkness and evil, sin in our own souls, helping others see the grace of Christ and his power to overcome that evil. Do you live like that today? 
or have you shifted your focus to the kingdoms of this world? If you're a believer, you represent Jesus and his kingdom before you represent anything else. His kingdom, far more important than any other. But don't take my word for it. Take the word of Jesus. When Satan confronted him for 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness, Satan showed him all the kingdoms of the world, and he offered them to Christ. Christ wouldn't take the deal. How many of us would have taken that deal? Sadly, every time an election or an important political decision looms, we see how many would. We must remember, and we need to continually remind ourselves, Christ's kingdom is not of this world. Our hope is not in political power or influence. Christ confronted Satan himself, and he rejected all the kingdoms of the earth. In fact, he submitted himself to an unjust and cruel system that led him to be crucified. And for what? Not for power or any special status, but for us, for you and for me, to make his citizens first of his kingdom. That's the key. And that's what's so important about trusting in Christ as our King of Kings. It frees us from placing our hopes in this world, in these times. And it frees us to share the gospel boldly to those around us. When we become citizens first of his kingdom, we enter a life of true freedom. It's all about him, Christ, our King. Join me in prayer right now, would you? Lord, may first things come first in our lives and in our hearts. May Jesus be first. May our citizenship be recognized by us as Christians as first and foremost in heaven. We serve the king before we head to a ballot box. Lord, we need to be reminded of who we are and our place to share your gospel. Jesus, you said we are to be salt and light, just as you came and showed us how to be salt and how to be light. Lord, may we take our citizenship seriously, this first citizenship in heaven. And as members of this outpost of your church, the Church of Jesus Christ, May we keep depending on you, even as we struggle, until we're finally and safely home. In Jesus' name, amen. Upon a hill, a perfect Savior, upon that day, the greatest love, the punishment that should have fallen on us. Are the risen and he 
There Be Wonder is the album, a live recording of his song upon him here on Haven Today in a program called King of Kings. I'm Charles Morris. I want to say thank you again to everyone who's been supporting Haven Ministries, especially recently making a gift and asking for a copy of the first season of The Chosen TV series. We've been hearing from people all over North America who've been ordering a copy 
And then those who've seen it, who've told us how blessed they were, just like my wife and I were when we have seen The Chosen. This series is special. I really want everyone to see it as well, because I think it will stir your soul and it will stoke your fire to share your Jesus with others. You can see this story of Jesus in a fresh and vibrant way through the eyes of people who were around him in the first century, people who he called, people whose lives were turned upside down. Who were they? What were they like before they met Jesus? And then after as well. As you watch all eight episodes of The Chosen, you'll see your life in the lives of those around Jesus and have a deeper appreciation of how the gospel transforms us. So for your gift to this listener-supported ministry, I'd like to send you the DVD collection of Season 1 of The Chosen. You just need to call us right now at 800-654-2836. 800-65-HAVEN. Now, I also want to give you our web address, because if you'll go and make your gift and place your order there, not only will the DVD set be on its way to you right away, but you'll also get to watch some samples we've put up from The Chosen. Our web address is haventoday.org, H-A-V-E-N-T-O-D-A-Y, haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again next time? And again, we get to share the great story together, the story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. When I was a kid, I loved setting up a long train of dominoes, but all it would take was a little bump to start a chain reaction and all my work would come crashing down. Life's a lot like that, isn't it? In fact, back in Genesis, that's how sin entered the world in the first place. Just one decisive moment and an unstoppable chain reaction. But you know what's amazing about God? It turns out He can do the very opposite. In fact, He's already done it. At the cross, Jesus started a chain reaction that one day will set everything right again. 1 Corinthians 15, For as in Adam, all die. So in Christ, all will be made alive. Get started with Anchor Devotional. Visit getanchor.com.